Hello and welcome to another episode of the Black and White Thinking Podcast. You are joined by Chick and G. Hello. <laughs> you got it right this time. I did. I had to think about it and I kept reminding myself. But uh, yeah, how's it going? All right. Another working week done. Yep. Big match tomorrow. Big mass. Yeah, another funeral tomorrow. It's actually wild. And then we've got a memorial mass. In a few weeks. End of the month, yeah. So that's two of my church visits tick. Is it? <laughs> yep. Look, I any, said... Just any church? It doesn't matter what church it is yet. As long as I'm praising the Lord. So I don't want it to be funerals all the time, but... Well, the, you play the cards you're dealt. Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Well, I wanted no, to say, you but, weren't going to no, say I that. No, I wanted to say that, but my mind was going, what? Your mind was telling you no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Anyway, right. So, do you remember what this week's topic is? Because we, we were supposed to record this the other day and then... Marriage. Oh, you do? Nice. Yeah, marriage. Right, so we're talking about marriage. You didn't ask me how I've been. You did this last time. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about marriage today. So, if anyone is new here, the premise of this podcast is... We pick a topic, debate it, and choose a side essentially sometimes it'll be two things like brown versus white bread or we did black history month for or against so yeah. it can be choosing between two things or choosing for or against one thing yeah but you can't sit in the fence yeah so by the end of the podcast we have to agree well not agree sorry we have to choose a side yeah yeah <clears throat> fabulous and it comes from the psychological term of black and white thinking correct cannot be one or the other, even though we, we never referred to that, I realised. Well, that's true. Yeah. Really, it's the state of mind you can get into often if you have like depression, anxiety, things like that, where you think in black and white terms and there's no middle ground. Yeah, perfect. But right. hopefully this is a bit more of a healthy <laughs> approach to that than yeah. actual black and white thinking. Oh, well, I'd hope so, because... And also... Oh, go on, you're black and I'm white. So. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> if anyone's watching, we are. If you're listening, in case you didn't know, surprise! <laughs> Actually, the Black History uh, Month one already, uh, especially on TikTok, has done quite well. Well, obviously, it's Black, it's black Month History in America. and Black uh, Month History? Black History Month <laughs> oh, in America. <laughs> and uh, our TikTok audience is mostly... American, so that kind of also makes sense. But I enjoyed that one. Nice. Okay, so yeah, let's get started. Marriage. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to start because I make I knew what you were going to do in this conversation. Did so you? I'm going to start with a literal definition of marriage. So enlighten me. It says marriage is the legally or formally recognized union of two people as partners in a relationship. Historically, in some jurisdictions, specifically a union between a man and a woman. That's all it says. But obviously, we know that historically, it was basically a deal that was met. Yeah. That was made between... You were passed from one owner to another. But it was, it was for a specific reason. So to join two families and make more money, to be more powerful, those types of things. So even, do you know what actually made me laugh? I forgot to tell you this. Uh, actually, I'm glad I'm telling you this on here. 
my so my grandpa for those of you that don't know was a chief when I was younger my dad joked about how uh I was promised to someone but it was someone that my dad's actually friends with because they've got a a, a like oh, a, and their son their son yeah obviously not not the, the <laughs> well dad. it's not during not the, like it doesn't happen yeah, that's true but obviously when I say dad the fact that I'm currently sat especially here with you, in your motherland motherland it's true special, well to be fair people think well, you'll oftentimes get especially in rural areas you'll still get young girls married yeah, to older men yeah didn't I just tell you that the law in Zambia only just changed yep. so that children can't marry yeah basically old men yeah yeah which is wild on its on its own but um yeah so that's historically what marriage would have been so how do you feel about marriage for or against it uh i would be for it okay well why are you surprised that i'm for it you're confusing the fact that i think weddings are pointless no i'm confusing the fact that i thought you were going to say what marriage actually means you don't like the old meaning therefore you are against literally what marriage stands for because again the whole like walking me down the aisle that's my dad's making sure that i don't run off giving you away yeah giving me away is making sure that he's there in case i try and run off we'd have to give you away so i don't have any money to give him (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not yeah but it doesn't mean that anymore and it especially doesn't mean that in our in like in the modern context. Yeah. So. Or our union, especially. Well, I mean, I guess it means different things in different places. I, I imagine there's still places in the world where it's still related to perhaps some sort of upward social mobility mm-hmm. or, um, as you said, joining two families together. Weren't we watching there's something about the Samsung family? And that was talking about the fact that they were all paired off with. I don't think so. Oh, maybe it was just me then. But yeah, even like you're saying, even now, that's it is still going on. I mean, I suppose in respect of like forced marriages, mm. obviously nobody's for that. Yeah. And it's. I don't imagine that that ever really works out well for one or both parties involved in a forced marriage. Yeah, I guess even an arranged marriage, I, I imagine the odds of that working out properly and healthily aren't great. But you'd be surprised though, because from the arranged marriage, no, I don't marriage, imagine I would. No, but from the obviously forced marriage, we're just going to remove that one altogether and just go. That one's an obvious. Clearly, that's a definite no. But in terms of arranged marriages, it is two people going into for the ones that agree it and this i'm saying this because there's a that indian matchmaking thing and there are a few like it's still a practice that carries on for the people that have an understanding of what they're getting into it works for some people because at the end of the day if you think about it for me marriage is just an agreement between the two of us of and like no offense i absolutely adore you and i love you however the way (laughs) yeah i'd like to hope you know that but I have been systemizing our lives. And I guess when I was coming to me around the time I was meeting you, I was very clear on what I wanted from a relationship moving forward and from a marriage, because I'm someone that does want to get married and now know why I want to get married and it's something to do with family or culture. 
but I needed to know that and put things in place and I've been putting those things in place. So I've been very anal about certain things and putting certain things in place and to be fair, you've dealt with it all very well. But I do think there is an, an element of it that's very like, I, I think whilst I'm for marriage, I don't think people go into marriage for the right reasons. However, something like an arranged marriage, you're going into it knowing why you've been set up together. So it could be that, yes, your parents know that there could be a love that forms, or it's just, we think you two would get on, would be able to communicate together, would be good parents. So they might not, that love might come over time, but they go into it understanding what they're signing up for sometimes. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't really agree. I think arranged marriages in countries where they still arrange marriages are very much the parents probably doing it because that's what you do and you have mm -hmm. to marry your child off i guess i imagine more so well i don't know maybe but like daughters get your daughter married off oh yeah well a daughter and son i suppose um but there's more pressure on the daughter by a particular age in a lot of countries but i suppose you see it a lot where you'll hear like people say oh it's about time yeah. You got married. Yeah. Like that's never the way to go into it. Yeah. Um and probably more so men propose because like they feel they have to. Yeah, like it's the next step. Rather than because they necessarily want to. Yeah. And again you'll hear that thing of Oh, we've been together five years. It's probably about time I did it anyway. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like if that's your approach to it, then don't do it. Yeah. But I suppose there's an element too of, like, f and maybe I imagine from your side of, like, a religious element to it, because mm. isn't that to some degree where, you know, it's it's like that, like, religious union under, like, under God, I feel like, of, Joining two people together. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But on because you terms, well, you want to get married by a priest. Yeah. And I personally don't care who does it. Yeah, that's true. But I guess I want to get married by a priest more so because I love our church and the look of it. But if I'm being completely honest, it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter who marries us. I just want to make sure that I get my sacraments as, as normal so even if we went and got married somewhere else by someone else like we've talked about eloping we've looked at that and then just went jesus christ that's that's too much of an effort so we will just get married here and then do whatever else we need what do you have to take uh, a communion or something when you get married uh so this is the conversation with my mum right now with Mlenger sorting out his blessing if you don't get a blessing by the church so it's not that you can't get married anywhere else but if you don't come back and get a blessing by the church after a certain amount of time you're technically not classed as a Catholic anymore. So the next sacrament you would get, coming to dying and the priest coming to visit you, you don't get those same things. You're technically not supposed to be able to get communion and stuff anymore. Harsh. You can still go to church. It is harsh. It was very harsh. So like I've got a cousin and they didn't get it done within a specific amount of time. And this is why I've also been very clear with you from the beginning of like how I'd want things to be. Not that I'm not open to us discussing things and coming up with stuff together. Wow. No. To me, the marriage the marriage 
begins after the paperwork. Whereas I think that the marriage, to me, our well, marriage has started slightly before. Yeah, the it's set up like it's set up. The foundations are set up prior yeah. to that. And obviously, I feel like you need to have a good foundation. Yeah. And I want to co- and I want to commit to the other person. Yeah. Rather than you do it because that's what you do at a certain point in your life. Yeah. Like I think that's pointless. Marriage is based on the fact that oh, we've been together ten years. We might as well do it. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Then just don't do it. But for me, the marriage can be as simple as the the bit of paper, because. If you're already committed to somebody, what does it matter? Sorry, there was a little malfunction and we had to cut out. But anyway, carrying on with the conversation. When I said that the marriage can just be a bit of paper and then you yeah. carry on with the rest of your lives. Yeah, and I was happily saying... Happily ever after. <laughs> but I was saying, for me, marriage, like, the reason I want to get married in a church, as well as obviously the religious side and I still want to be a Catholic... And in general, I want us to celebrate with people is because I want to celebrate our love. I've not gone through all the crap I've gone through with men to not be like, yes, I've got one, I've got one. <laughs> but that's literally, like, that's that's how I feel about marrying you. And when we, like, I was reading a statistic, I should have saved this, that was talking about the fact that if anything, the, the, there are people that think that living together before you get married is the best thing to do. But actually, most people that live together before marriage get divorced. But that's because they decide, oh, it's just the next logical step. So because they've been together for so long, let's move in together. Or especially at the moment, most people can't afford to live on their own. So if you are dating someone that you get on with, you then go, next logical step would be to move in together. That makes sense. However, after that, people then don't start thinking about what that will be. So when people talk about oh, my husband changed after we had kids because all of a sudden he's getting jealous that the kids are getting more attention than he is or he was great until we got married and or he was great up until I got pregnant, like those types of things. For me, I feel like I've tried to be very clear on my expectations of you as a partner because, and it's funny because I've always said this to the people I've dated, I don't see a difference between how I treat you before or after we date. And when I met you, I really had to practice what I preach because I stopped believing that because I just started thinking why would I keep pouring into someone's cup that could eventually just get up and go Mm -hmm. and then I have to sit there and go yeah but that might happen however if I don't pour into you the way that I feel like I want to and should and I don't get the same back from you the way I feel like I want to or should like I never want to be in a relationship and think I'm holding back because I'm afraid and I've had to have a lot of those conversations with myself. But also I sit there and tell you, like I've, I told you when I want to get married. I told you when I want us to get engaged by, like you've got your own <laughs> little timeline, ticking time bomb. Not because I feel like I don't want to force you to do something you don't want to do, but I've been there nearly six years with someone where nothing was changing. Mm. So I don't want to, as much as I love you, I also don't want to waste my time because I could be happy on my own. I could, as I've learned from with you, you never know when you're going to meet someone or when things are going to happen. So unless you are serious about me, I've been very clear, be serious or go away. Like There's no in-between. So whilst I do value marriage, I think a lot of people don't have enough of the difficult 
discussions and plan out how they want things to be and how they want things to look. Mm. Because I think sometimes that's also part of the the problem. Like I look at, so one of the things that I don't agree with as well, and this is why I wanted us to live together before we got married. I've seen a lot of family members get married and stay married for the wrong reasons. I like my mum and dad love each other. They are best friends yeah. to the point where when I became their third wheel, it made me feel like complete and utter crap. Imagine spending Valentine's Day with your parents, seeing them all loved up and your dad cooking for your mum and planning all this stuff. I mean, you could have just stayed on your own. Yeah, but it was also during the pandemic and that was a that was a very difficult time anyway. So I could have been on my own and just cried on my own or watched Perfect. <laughs> two people. <laughs> but uh, still madly in love but enjoying themselves like it was just it, it, it like it, they're the only ones I've got to look at where I go I love their relationship and how they like don't get me wrong the, the, both of them aren't perfect but it's nice that they've got a friendship and I've, I've always wanted to have a friendship yeah but I've always wanted that to be the same with like my parents look at the way that you are with mom and dad because to me a marriage isn't just about I know it's a, it's a union of two people but it's a union of two families yeah I would not I made it like even when I started dating again, I said to myself, I am not going to date someone if Manga doesn't like them. And I made sure you met my family very quickly because, again, I didn't want to waste time or get myself to a point where I knew how stubborn I am, where I knew I'd fall in love with you. And if someone said something and they were seeing something I wasn't seeing, I then carried it on and wasted my own time because I realized I could be happy on my own. So I do think there's still a level of people get married for the wrong reasons, but also people stay in relationships because of the wrong reasons and because of society. You talked earlier on about um, people saying, oh, it's about time. When I ended things with my ex, the amount of people, and, and is it, we're going, oh, but you were so close to getting married and having kids and doing all those things. You should have done it anyway. <laughs> well, that's what they're saying, isn't that's it? You saying. were so close, you should have just done it anyway, regardless of the consequences. I think people are still, can often be a little bit naive about what it means yeah. or that it'll be a solution a problem yeah or you know that thing of uh like people do those big things because they think it'll make things better yeah but if the foundation isn't there to begin with then marriage is a terrible idea yeah <laughs> really because <laughs> all it is is just it's stress upon stress well i mean I, I don't know about that but i think that you know if you don't get if you don't have a marriage based on the right reasons to begin with it's never going to be what you expected it to be yeah. after that. Yeah. But by stress upon stress, I mean the practicalities of marriage. I think when it's just a two of you, great. But like I said, you are doing more than joining two people. Whether you like it or not, there are, no matter how distant you are from family members or how close you are, they at some point become involved or try to become involved. Then comes kids and that is its own headache. Costly, mentally physically so it is that that decision i always look at that us choosing to get married and potentially have kids is a selfish decision but also one that could be detrimental to us as people but we make that choice because we're making an informed choice and making a plan of what will this look like like i don't think you can make a plan for everything but i think we're quite realistic as people and what we expect our partner to be able to do for us when those things arise i also kind of think i feel like as much as i say that we communicate i feel like a lot of it just also hasn't been said it's been through actions 
So you kind of just know that when that conversation does come up, it's then not a big issue because we've already been practicing what. Well, yeah, to preach. because then people can sometimes hide who they are. Yeah. And then when they're married, feel like they don't have to make an effort to continue to hide what they may see as negative traits or mm. things they haven't worked on. So they get married and then someone goes, oh, they're a totally different person Yeah. now that we're married. Yeah. It's because they feel like you're locked in. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, it should be, it should be a lifelong commitment. But it shouldn't be a lifelong commitment based on a lie. Yeah. Which you probably see a lot that if you dug deep enough, some marriages are based on a lie yeah. in that one or both parties haven't been really honest about who they are as people and their intentions yeah. of how they mean to go forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, fundamentally, particularly now that it, there's less of outside influence on people getting married, maybe more so that's in, in the Western world. Yeah. But um, our more liberal societies, but if it's on your own terms and it's been set up with a good foundation and the intentions are good and honest, then fundamentally it's a good thing. And I, it, it's something that I do want. I could absolutely live without a wedding, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I definitely do. You know, marriage is something I, I have wanted. I've seen good examples of it. Yeah. Um, so like, I do see it as a positive thing for me so yeah same i mean i would say I, I am for it um and i do think it is a good thing and can be a good thing but it's not something to ever be taken for granted and that once it's done it's done yeah it's like an ongoing it's a, it's you know it's just ongoing yeah but i think i also appreciate like when we first started dating we both were very clear about like therapy therapy on our own and therapy as a couple mm. but i look at that as we are constantly changing as people. When Eliza was born, I was not expecting... Like, you hear people say that when a kid's born or they have a child that they birth or, like, they've got their own kid now, it does, it changes the dynamics of, like, their relationships with the family and whatever else. I felt that with Eliza because all of a sudden I was looking at Dad and going, he'd always made it very clear, once my grandchild is born, you are irrelevant. But I really felt irrelevant. Now, I, I know he would never, ever... Like, he's always joked about it. And he never would mean to make me feel like that. Irrelevant's the wrong word. But he said irrelevant. Yeah, but he didn't mean that. Yeah, he's never he's never meant it. And he did joke about it. But it made me question even how... I mean, Eliza's is definitely his favourite. <laughs> but yeah. definitely not irrelevant. Because, it... you know, when, like, you, you talk to him, all he talks about really or worrying about his kids first. Yeah. And also they're worrying about what the future holds for Eliza. Yeah. But I think that's natural, you know. But that challenged me a lot. And that wasn't my child. And that wasn't the first niece or nephew that's been born in our family either that I dote on. Yeah, but it's his first. Yeah, it's his first grandchild. You know, full grandchild. Yeah. But that's what I mean as in the way that that changed those dynamics it was for me a reminder that no matter what, I'm constantly growing as a person, I'm evolving as a person. 
and that will mean that whether it's a good thing or a bad thing like I know for a fact and I know I've been talking about like going back to therapy but but yeah when you propose I'm going straight back to therapy because one I know that I have my own issues but as you've said you can take or leave the you can leave the marriage part sorry the wedding part you don't care about that part at all and I felt like we've come to a lot of compromises and I see our wedding being very very different to what I ever expected it to like my wedding to look like and I don't have an issue with that whatsoever but I just want to make sure that in how I communicate things with you and how I see those things that I'm not doing it in a way that is causing tension with us when actually it's nothing to like it's not a, an us problem do you know what I mean mm. because there will be the, the traditional part of it the religious part of it other people having their own opinions and how they expect things to be and I don't care about that. Yeah, you definitely don't. But as much as I don't want to care, I can't always just ignore that type of stuff. So I think for me, marriage is, whilst I'm for marriage, I still have that caveat of there's a lot you need to put in place. I think those foundations as well aren't as simple as those foundations of you as a couple. The foundations are of who you are as a person and how you see yourself at that time. And being able to communicate that like do you know what i mean yeah but it's i feel like when you get married you are then your own family yeah and the other people are relatives and yeah i know you say that but i still no, but they are like mine is getting no, married i know i know but i mean like the more like obviously there's that inner circle of like your immediate family yeah but anybody else and whatever opinion they may have or want to give it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. I think what matters is the two people who have decided to get married and how they move forward. And people can either support that yeah. or not. And the ones who decide not to or have a different opinion, I have no interest in hearing what they have to say. That's one thing I really do appreciate about you because I feel like you have my back in a way where you're so honest as a person. You know who you are. But also, if and when that time comes for us, you speak to me in a way, in such a respectful way about things that it then doesn't make it scary to voice my own opinion or realise actually what I thought I was feeling about a situation and it being about me, it's about other people. And it's funny because I had Lynn on my, on my podcast and she moved to Canada, had gotten engaged, was planning a big wedding and then found out she was pregnant and then just went and did a little service mm -hmm. and she'd voiced that what she wanted to do certain people weren't getting on board and she, she's like I know myself as a person I'm not waiting for permission I know what I'm doing I've informed you and especially in African cultures this is the one one thing that worried me about my wedding that I'm not as worried about now that once people know that you want to get married and start getting involved in planning certain things then they think that they're just going to do it the way that their elders did for them because so for like my wedding, it'd be my mum and my aunties, like that's their wedding now because they got some, like someone else planned theirs and did certain things. Whereas I'm like, no, no, that's not how I see. Yeah, but that's weddings. That's all wedding stuff. Yeah, but they also that's do. That's not what we're talking about. But because of culture, they're also involved in the marriage part. Oh, they're absolutely not. But this is what I mean. Like, I. So if I, you allow them to be fine, but they're absolutely not. It's nobody's business. But, so I've made a step to, and I actually I was texting my auntie the other day, to talk to my auntie about the traditional steps that are taken because 
I never want it to be an argument with my mum and dad. They're the only ones that matter. I want yeah. someone to teach me what's expected and why and what the teachings are because I want to do something culturally because it's going to help our marriage. Sure, I find another website. Yeah, you found that website. Take, but... take you through step by step. <laughs> yeah, but different cult, like even different yeah, but... tribes, different things. That, that's all to me. That's all still wedding stuff. That's by the by. No, but that wedding stuff, the the teachings and whatever else. There are certain things that, like the way that my dad is now, and he says that nothing should happen without us talking about it as a family. Yeah, that's, that's... fine. But that that's all stuff that starts from culture. So I want to understand where some of the things he they take they've taken stuff from, where that comes from, and what we will then take on, like you're saying, in our family, in our marriage. Because some of it is just for the wedding day period and some of it will be for our marriage. But there, again there's a blurred line in how some people see that. Yeah, that's all wedding-y stuff. I, I don't really, like, obviously there's traditional things that I will try and do because... Of me? Well, yeah, but also, like, we're at a point where, like, your parents are important to me too, so... Yeah. Like, that's if sweet. there's things that need to be done or not even need, if there's things that are important in that whole process, then fine, I'll yeah. try and do them. But again, does that matter in terms of like the long-term marriage? All that really matters is the two people who are married and how they move forward together. Yeah. All the other stuff is secondary. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it seems like we're both in favour of yeah, marriage. Definitely. But in the way that we've outlined it in that, it's up to us. Yeah. And how it's been set up is important. And if it's been set up correctly, and it's people are entering into it willingly yeah. and well-meaning, then I feel like it can only be a good thing. Yeah. Totally agree. Can't wait to marry you. Hey. <laughs> you should be so lucky. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's happening. Ah, great. Okay, right. Oh, it looks so long already. No, I hate it when you look at you this and do pick that. The yeah, longest thing. Because they're all long. This is actually a short one. Well, I right. Feel like you so summarize. we've decided no, because I'm not doing what you do. Because you forget that I'm the one that runs our marketing. So this also gives us extra content as well as an engagement piece. All right. But also gives people an insight into our relationship. Whilst we've talked about marriage, there's lots of, like the stuff that we don't just tell people. But I think we have an interesting relationship that, and we don't do things because you're supposed to do them. So that's why I like these. But yeah, I picked a short one anyway. So we're going to do a Reddit. And this is look, someone looking for some relationship advice. I've not read this, by the way. So this says, I need to check my perspective. Did I, 30 female, just throw away everything with my boyfriend, 30 male, because of a simple question? So I, 30 female, and my boyfriend, 30-something male, have been together two and a bit years. Ooh, nearly like us. Uh, we very recently moved in together too, but it's been a terrible ride accumulating, oh, sorry, culminating in this moment. Jesus. We fight over so much. Ah, straight away, red flag. Uh, just before I moved in, li literally gave up my house and was packed to move within a day or so. We had... A night out and got stuck out somewhere beyond our control and he had a huge 
angry issue over over it all. He blamed me for it happening, despite the fact that I cannot control the weather. I moved in the day. I moved in and this is written so badly. I moved in and the day I moved in, he left to go somewhere for a pre-arranged week, though I had no idea where he was actually staying or anything. When he came back, he was just pushing me away, planned another week away and refused to let me join him. It's where I blew off steam is what he said. There I am, moved into his place, but he treated me like everything I did was wrong. Everything I did was met with. I don't, I don't do it like that. Do it like I do it. <laughs> and I <laughs> haven't felt very welcome and our relationship has really struggled. We had this holiday booked, but every time we tried to arrange anything to do with it, it created more fighting. He said I wasn't engaging with the planning. I wasn't communicating so well because everything I suggested gets shot down. So my confidence to speak up has really eroded with him. Uh, we flew to somewhere nice and hot. It was beautiful. He planned a lot of the days and I can totally get his frustration at doing the bulk of the planning. But here's the kicker. We did something physically arduous. I'm talking a straight up. We did something physically arduous. I'm talking I straight arduous. up had arduous. Is that not what I just said? You said arduous. Oh, sorry. Arduous. Also, this is just proof that you need to read these before you do this. Yeah, definitely. But that's fine. Taking way too long. It's not taking way too long. Excuse you. Now you, you're taking longer because. Like, do you know what? This this is our level of arguing. I like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking straight up. Had a panic attack over it. And once we got back, he snapped from Mr. Supportive to Mr. Aggressive again. I said we mustn't forget to go to the shops for water, and he snapped. Where do you think I'm going? I spoke up. I spoke up the next day and said, this talking down business is bad for the relationship. He said he feels like I'm a child he's stuck with. Today he went to a nice place and he's changed the plans on me mid-discussion. I said, hold up. I thought we planned to do the day this way. Why are you now about to do this now? And he exploded again, calling me, uh, oh my days, a stupid effing child. Well, I got the bus back to the apartment with the only key we have and he exploded on me again for locking him out when I didn't even know he was at the door. He refused to talk to me when he got to the apartment. I've had enough, so I booked a hotel room for the night. He's still not been in touch. I'm flying home tomorrow to pack up my belongings and find somewhere to stay. Jesus. So I what's the question? Well, the question is, I need to check my perspective. Did I, 30 female, just throw away everything with my boyfriend because no. of a simple question? Absolutely not. She should have left him way before this. Because one, how would you book a holiday? If you were, right, even if we had planned when we were moving in together that one of us was going to go away, once we moved, even before we moved in together, I'd have expected your plans. I mean, it's it's very easy answer. No, she didn't throw it away. She needs to meet somebody who isn't an absolute, I don't know, Idiot or yeah, I and mean, that's even being nice, but we're being nice on camera because you can't swear. That's wild. Everything down to the talking down to her. You don't move in with someone, and don't get me wrong. I tell you what to do and I ask you to do stuff around the house, but also you do stuff around the house. But you can't speak to someone like a child. It's your home together. Yeah, I mean, whenever I moved in here, like. Well, even before I moved in, you made it so that I was absolutely welcome and mm -hmm. it felt like my home. 
like part of the reason I knew I was ready to move in was because my flat didn't feel like my home anymore. Yeah, I love so that. if someone and like the, I think you talked about someone in your personal life that obviously don't, don't need to say who they are, but mm. about moving in with somebody and made them feel unwelcome. Yeah. Like how do you get ask someone to the point of moving in and then make them feel like they're not welcome? Yeah. In what is supposed to be their home. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's an easy answer, and that no, she hasn't thrown it all away. Obviously, it's a big upheaval to have to move and then move out again. Yeah. But in the long run. I imagine this person will look back and think they've absolutely made the right decision. And dodged a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. And especially after we've just been talking about are we for or against marriage? Even the, like, if you're like this when someone's just moved in with you, what's it going to be like after? That's wild. Even the whole, like, how do you choose to make plans yourself? Like, I know I, I love making plans. I love to be in control of stuff. Too much sometimes. And I do try and, like, go a little bit. But... Do you? I actually do. <laughs> but also, you have to know yourself as a person. You can't be like, I want to plan everything. I don't like... Plan... Yeah, you don't like... Well, I mean, I can do it, but it, I just find it very stressful because, like, I want it to be right or I want it to be good or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But... Whereas it brings... It actually brings me joy to be organised. Like, when we went to England and that time we went to Liverpool, that everything was planned down to an Excel sheet. I well, love I that. It's great. But again, there, when you know your skills as people, it's a balance. You go with, like, you got your own strengths, I've got my own strengths. Like, you find, and it's even just talking to each other with respect and trying to find a way through it. We've never had an argument. And I joke, and, like, I always make TikToks where I'm like, the one and only time you raise your voice at me is when I nearly crashed and killed us both, and you had every reason to do that. That's the only time you have ever raised your voice. You've never been mad at me. You get mad at yourself. I get mad at you. But you've never been mad at me. You've never. I don't even remember that. Uh, when Mlinga missed, nearly missed his flight because he left his passport because Mum put it in a safe place. Yeah, but I, I don't. Um, I don't imagine I was like shouting at you. You weren't shouting at me. I probably just reacted to the situation. Yeah, because so that's the, to me. That's what I mean. That's still the only time you've ever raised your. It wasn't that you raised your voice at me, but I was the one that was in control of the car, and I wasn't paying full attention because I had another agenda on my mind to get his passport. Yeah. So if that is my one and only time in nearly two years of us dating, that speaks for itself. Not that we've never disagreed about stuff, not that... Yeah, but the, I mean, we disagree all the time. About that, yeah. but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's recorded on here. Disagreeing about stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. But anyway, great. In short, no, you didn't make the wrong decision. Yeah, exactly. Wild. Anyway, great. So, thank you, everyone, and thank you to my co-host for being such a lovely co-host. <laughs> and thanks to you guys that like, subscribe, and do all the bits that you do and leave comments because, yeah, we love what we do. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.